in real life this is your boy dj this is my real life on the internet or what anyone can call a real life on the internet well guess who's back back again dj's back tell your friends that's right everybody i am back doing something i love to do whine moan and bitch but seriously everybody welcome back to the show it's been at least over a full calendar year since i did the last episode and technically that was an outlier edition so in reality it's been almost a year and a half since i've regularly worked on the show What's been happening since then, you may ask? Well, both a lot and very little. What do I mean by that? Let me explain. What I mean by very little is that, activity-wise, I haven't done diddly squat. Because of COVID and various restrictions here and there, I haven't been able to get out as much as I would have liked to. I did get out some, mind you, and I'll get to that later on. But again, not as much as I wanted. However, there was an awful lot going on. In my head, that is. The biggest thing that came from that is that I've finally gotten to the root of a ton of issues I've been facing since before I was a teenager. Yes, it goes back that far. There's been one long-running, underlying aspect of myself I've been afraid to face or even address to other people. Not for lack of trying, mind you. It's just that I've been denying it to myself for so long, and it's only been a few months since I finally stopped denying it. Now, what, pray tell, have I been dealing with? Unfortunately, due to the nature of this thing, it's something I can't really get into. I'd love to... But life would just get way too complicated for me. So because of that, I'm going to have to keep this stuff to myself for the time being and deal with it on my own. Switching gears a little bit. Another thing that was in my head this last year, at least the really early part, was the last presidential election season. I was really hoping that Donald Trump wouldn't win. And while I'm extremely thankful and relieved he didn't, it took a lot out of me emotionally. One consequence of this was that there was one person who I consider at least an acquaintance that I had to completely cut off after he went off the rails with sharing his opinions on things. He spouted a bunch of wackadoodle right-wing nonsense, erratically tried to defend Trump, and proclaimed Trump was going to win, even after it was painfully obvious he wasn't going to. In trying to defend his point of view, he tried to deny the existence of my own personal first-hand experience in politics. Something to know about me is that anyone willing to deny any part of me to try to get themselves ahead at my expense gets cut off from me. So that's what I did. Cut this delusional guy off. I also had to deal with a Twitter troll in the last weeks of the election who threatened to cyberstalk me even after it was all over. I got that guy kicked off Twitter outright, or his account at least. For all I know, it could have been a Russian farm account or a front for a right-wing agitator. In any case, the account hasn't been back since. Dealing with the political stuff took a toll on me to the point where I had to stop some things I was working on. Unfortunately, that included this show. Outside of that personal and political drama, I mean I've done that much in the last year's show, but I did do a few things. I was able to go out dancing a few times, with two notable times being for separate birthday celebrations for my friends Ron and Melissa. Also, I was able to hit up a couple of wrestling shows, which is something I hadn't actually done much of in the past few years. 
The first was an Ohio Championship Wrestling show back in July. It was a nice little show in Canal Fulton that got me out of the house. It was also the first public event I'd been out to since this COVID stuff started. The second show was an MCW show in late September. I became a diehard fan of this wrestling company in early 2012, which is also the last year it ran. This was a memorial show celebrating Kevin Ballou, a.k.a. Shasta, who passed away in 2020, and Marvin Lambert, a.k.a. Brain Damage, who passed away back in 2012. It was also billed as the last ride for MCW. Attending this show brought back some great memories of past shows I had attended, and I was happy to see so many of the people I hadn't seen in years. It was a great show as a high note for MCW to go into the sunset on. On a future episode of DJ Real Life, I will go into what MCW meant to me as there's a lot more I want to say beyond today's show, but I will say I am extremely grateful for the people in MCW and that I got to go to their last show. Since it's been so long since DJ and Real Life regularly aired, you're probably wondering what's going to be happening with the show. In a nutshell, except for the potentially sporadic nature I'll be putting up new episodes due to something I'll get into in a little bit, not much, at least as far as the actual show goes. But like I noted recently on the show's social media accounts, there will be some changes. The show's content itself won't change, but based on stuff I talked about earlier today, I might not come off the same way I used to. Also, I was hoping I would get some better equipment by now, mainly a computer with higher specs than the one I currently have. Unfortunately, that hasn't happened. So for me to return to doing the show, I had to stop doing the video versions of the show. In other words, no more videos on the YouTube and Instagram pages for the time being. This is due to my current computer no longer being able to handle the video processing necessary to do those shows justice. Once I get a better computer, I'll make some decisions as to how to go about video versions of the show then. But for now, it's just going to be a straight-up podcast. There is a trade-off, however. After some testing, it looks like I might be able to do interviews and have other people, both in person and online, on the show. I've still got some stuff to do to make it work the way I wanted to, but crossing my fingers here, I might finally be able to do something I've been wanting to do with the show for years now. Before I end today's show, I do want to mention that thing I talked about a little bit ago that's going to affect how much I'll be doing DJ in real life over the next half year or so. This falls on the good news side of the aisle, though. Something I've been into for a long time now is professional football in the spring. Back in 2019, there was the Alliance of American Football, of which I was a fan of the Orlando Apollos. That ended after less than a season, but following it did me a lot of good after events from the previous year. In 2020, a new iteration of the XFL resurfaced and got a five-game season out of it before COVID shut everything down. There wasn't any spring football in 2021, but in 2022, that will change with a new iteration of the United States Football League. It's going to launch in mid-April, with eight teams playing a 10-game regular season with a two-game playoff and a championship game all taking place in one location for this year in Birmingham, Alabama. The reason I bring that up is because I want to indulge in more of my spring football fandom beyond just following a Reddit board or a fan site this time around. I'm laying the groundwork to produce and host a new podcast focused specifically on this new iteration of the USFL. I know there's already some alternative pro football podcasts out there, but I think I could bring something to the table with a focus specifically on this league. I'm hoping to cover stuff that's found on pre-shows and post-shows you find on other sports, like previews of games, individual team news, post-game reviews, and hopefully interviews, as well as some general news, discussions, prospects, and ideas about the league. The first episode will most likely air around the time the league starts up in early April. It will tentatively cover initial league setup stuff like player signings, history, drafts, or introductions to the teams. 
Now, this particular project is a work in progress at the moment, so there's still a lot to do. This might be the most involved I've been in something in a really long time. I will be looking for some help on this puppy and hope to be set up and ready to go by the end of March. So if any of you spring football enthusiasts or football enthusiasts in general out there are interested in being a part of this podcast in some way and helping a brother out, let me know. On that note, I bid you all adieu. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to DJ in Real Life on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can also connect through social media to the show's Twitter and Facebook pages. DJ in Real Life is produced by Hillbilly Vampire Productions, copyright 2022, all rights reserved. Until next time, folks, it's your boy DJ saying take care, God bless, and whatever y'all do, don't flake out on me now. I'm finally starting to figure stuff out. It's going to be a hell of a ride. Goodbye, everyone.